So it turns out you're just uh, talking to it. That sounds cool. And it works. Which would be sweet. I was raised on weed and whiskey. Well, um, <laughs> THC and bourbon set me free. And if I die before I'm 50, whoa, it'll be weed and whiskey buried me. That's our Christmas carol. That's our Christmas theme song, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, all you people out there in movie slash podcast land. I think we're getting a little too close. To the radio version of the Red and Green show. <laughs> <laughs> totally, dude. Well, I mean, it feels that way, because today right. is super slapdash. Like, it's true. This is like the most half-assed we've probably ever done this. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair. Well, that will release, yes. Absolutely yeah. true. We did do it in your truck a couple of times. Did we really? Yeah, driving back from the farm. Oh, yeah, we did some... And I think and we, we tried to one do one at the LK. Conscious Culture once. Yeah, all that shit was terrible. <laughs> I think we tried to do it at the Conscious Culture, but you'd ask me questions, and I would say, I'm just having a great time. I'm just having a real good time, everybody. Yeah. Well, this is a special is episode a, of Weed and Whiskey. This is an iPhone test. This is an iPhone test. A test of the iPhone. Because, guys... When you listen to podcasts and they tell you that you need to back your shit up on kryptonite or whatever, <laughs> they're not lying. Turns out yeah. that your fucking laptop will break down. And a cat might try to attack your iPhone. Seriously, she's been trying it. to sit on it the whole time. But they, yeah, that's what happened. My laptop broke and I was trying to fix it and mm. I made it way worse. Way worse. <laughs> like... Here's something you need to know about fixing computers. When you're fixing computers, you should never see arcing electricity. <laughs> okay, you should never yeah. see electricity when you're fixing a computer. The shit they show you in the Matrix isn't... It's not exactly not how it real, works. Yeah. And I know what some of you are thinking. Well, what about Hackers the movie? Also wrong. That's not how computers work, guys. Yeah, Angelina Jolie didn't know shit. <clears throat> so... Uh... That might be a good sound buffer, actually. <laughs> That'll be great. She'll be the, the wind screen. Uh, so we're recording on the iPhone. <laughs> and the cat's laying next to it. Because she has no friends. Yeah. And that's depressing, She's but true. She's excited. Yeah. That we're here. Uh, so big, first of all, big apologies to Mike Schneider. Sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, because I honestly was going to publish that episode that you've been bugging me about. Yeah. But, but if it you still exists, of, right? right. It's still... Yeah. Yeah, the, the laptop isn't like... It's not in pieces yeah. somewhere. You didn't drop it in acid like Joker. No, exactly. Yeah. Or into molten metal like the T-1000. Oh, yeah. It's not like that. I mean, Even he survived. Well, that's <laughs> true. But it's like, you know, like, we're going to... I'm going to take it to get fixed. But it's the Christmas season right now. So, yeah. I'm not trying to take it somewhere right now and have that dude focus on my computer instead of his children. Right. And then I feel bad about Christmas. And we he still might welcome it. He might be able to buy, like, a scarf. I, he probably will be able to buy <laughs> a scarf. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, I'm not going to pay much to have that thing fixed. <laughs> I'm not, like... He'll be, he'll be able to catch a doorbuster somewhere. 
Exactly. From the <laughs> exactly because like yeah. for hundred and twenty bucks, I could buy a brand new Kindle Fire HD, which I get it. It's not an iPad, but it's certainly enough for what we do to record on too. Yeah. Like, or I think for like two or two fifty, you could get like a Chromebook or maybe a Surface or uh-huh. you know like. Let's just not lie that I'm not going to spend a ton of money fixing my laptop. Right. It's a piece of shit. But it's it's served us well. Oh, yeah. I'm super happy for having it. You served us longer than you expected. I absolutely lasted longer than I thought it would. And that's why I'm bummed out now is because, like, when something ends up lasting that long, you don't necessarily, like, go repair it or fix it because you're like, well, it's... It's just fucking tanking right along. Hercules. Yeah, it's fucking golden. <laughs> and so for it now to fucking finally kind of bit the dust, it's it's a bummer. I'm not going to lie. It's a bummer. Uh, but, you know, c'est la vie. This is going to be one of the last this few recordings <laughs> we do down at my house. Yeah. Because uh, just to light a fire under our butt, we got a whole website redesign worked out. Yeah, we got the some artwork. <clears throat> we got artwork and branding, uh-huh. and we're gonna get a better version of that song you heard us sing. <laughs> I just we'll see. No, I commissioned I it tonight. <laughs> I know, I know. But we'll see if it's better than what we just did. Well, I, nothing <laughs> will be better than that. It'll just have instruments. Oh, that's better. Yeah, right. That's that's already a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Guys, it's uh, coming up on Winter Formal this weekend. Mm-hmm. This episode will get up before you Winter your, Formal. Get your suit ready? I'm not wearing a full suit. Okay. But I am wearing so a tie. no pants? <laughs> exactly. I got a Just jacket. tie around the waist. <laughs> I got a jacket, and I got a tie that'll go over my dong to keep it covered. There you go. And I'm set. I'm in. It's fine. I'm in. No, I'm kind of excited, because I was thinking, since I lost all that weight from when I... Uh, from the farm? Yeah, from yeah. not working in the kitchen, I was thinking maybe I'd check out my suit jackets Yeah. and see how they fit. And some of them fit pretty good? No, I haven't tried them on yet. <laughs> I'm still nervous they're not going to fit very well. Well, this is the rule with suit jackets. Okay, what's the rule? Are most of them three buttons? No. Two? Two. Okay. Well. Just the top this, one. This is for the lit- yeah, listeners. Is right. Top one is always. Yeah. You always do the top. Second one is sometimes. Never the third one. Never is the third. <clears throat> if there is a third. Yeah, but if you have a two-button jacket, you only just, do the top. It's always and never. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just never button the bottom jacket of a sport coat. Yeah. And the beauty of that is, is that the, the top one is on the top of your belly. Right, and so. the bottom ones are all below your gut. It's all on, well, the middle one's on the... Yeah. It, so, so I don't have the mine are called two but buttons. But it's still slimming if you get the top button. But <laughs> you can get that top button together. It's pretty, it's a slimming effect. And even if you don't, to be honest, even if you don't, like as long as it looks like it could close, yeah, you're fucking fine. And uh, I've learned in the past. Go on. That if you can just tie a tie correctly, I can. Women don't. It solves look a lot of past problems. that. They, they're pretty stoked on that you can they go They go, eyes. This is what they do. They, when you walk in, they see your shoes. Mm. So you should have nice shoes. That's where I get boned yeah. all the time. So you get shoes, and then they look at your eyes, and then tie. If you got the... 
If you can make eye contact and have nice shoes and tie a tie, you're fine. So really, shoes? Shoes are that oh, important. Yeah. Yep. You think shoes are that important? Yeah. Because I gotta say, I wouldn't argue with you based on how much I've been getting laid versus how much I've been wearing shitty shoes. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is like, always wearing shitty shoes, never getting laid. <laughs> I can get attention from girls. Yeah. But they're never they're never willing to fucking follow no. through with it. And then you're telling me it's probably because I have terrible shoes. I didn't know that. No, no, directly. I understand that. But I'm using the implication. Like, I'm, I'm using logic to just imply what you're saying. Yeah. So, guys... That's more so than my dad's generation. My dad was, like, always polishing his shoes. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, ladies love it. They do love it. But... But... I don't think it's a polish these days. <coughs> Well, very few of us have shoe surfaces that could be polished. Right. Like, neither one of us is wearing a shoe that you could effectively yeah. polish. I'm not wearing patent leather at the moment. Right. <laughs> Granted, I mean, like, you could put polish on these and shine them, but right. you wouldn't be able to see your face. <laughs> you know, you just like, oh, that guy, can, that guy cares about the condition of his leather. Yeah. That's real nice. He's, he's really putting a lot of time into those timberlands. That's a good point. If it's exposed leather, you want saddle soap. And not polish. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I might even go so far as to say beeswax polish. Sure. I like a good beeswax polish. Because that's what I got turned on to by the cowboys. Okay, yeah. Yeah. When I was a summer camp counselor, uh, we were doing, the camp was doing these, like, flavor packages for some of the weeks. Mm-hmm. And one of the flavor packages one week was, uh, like, going up into North Idaho and staying on this dude's farm. And, like, learning how to ride horses. Yeah. And, like, learning how to shoe horses, but not shoeing horses. Like, watching him shoe horses. It's actually dangerous for kids to do. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally fucking incredibly dangerous yeah. for anyone under, like, that's not a strapping bird. Like, yeah. if you're not yoked, probably don't shoe I horses. I wanted to be a farrier when I was in high school. Though. Did you really? Yeah. Dude. That's I, the name of that, by the way. I understand what it is. Yeah. But for the listeners. Oh, yeah. For the listeners. And you for, make a ton of money being a farrier, dude. This dude's name, and I kid you not, because I didn't know that this was a movie, but this dude went by Bat Masterson. <laughs> okay? He went by Bat Masterson. <laughs> I've never met anyone in my life, before or since, that more fits the name Bat Masterson. No, I bet you will never meet another no, person. No, I, I guarantee I won't. The name, yeah. I, I, I have big hands, right? I got big, burly hands, long fingers that are wide, like, so- not quite sausage fingers. They're not gross wide. Right. They're not, like, weird piggly fat. But they're big dude fingers. And this guy's hands made me look like a ballerina. <laughs> and they were so fucking coarse. Yeah. From just, like, living on the ranch up in North Idaho. Yeah, might. Dude, he had a daughter and a son that were out there, and they were both, like, all these kids were, like, 12 to 14 and the daughter was like 12 and the son was like 10 and that daughter fucking rode horses like she was doing like barrel shit yeah and like he had her do an exhibition just to show us like how you know right if you grew up around horses what life could be like for you right that chick holy shit dude she rode the crap out of those horses around those barrels I was like it's one thing when you're like in the stands you know what I mean yeah and you're like looking at it. It's still pretty cool, but he's like, he's like, no, no, you guys come out in here, come out in the pen, and watch her do a barrel run. And I was like, yes, please, because I'm like 19, 
So yeah. I'm like, this is fucking awesome, dude. Right. But these 12 to 14 year old kids like shit their pants. Because like a horse is a giant animal. Yeah. And unless you are super fucking comfortable with them, you don't understand the kind of control. Well, and they can under they get that you're not comfortable. <clears throat> oh yeah. And they'll fuck with you. Exactly. They yeah. know enough. Just like dogs will like shit on your carpet. Mm-hmm. Horses will like fuck with you. <laughs> Probably I'm, harder. They're even. Yeah, they're way worse than dogs. because so they don't shit on your carpet. They like bite you. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They totally fucking bite you. Yeah. And he was like. Thankfully, none of the kids got kicked. <clears throat> like, could you imagine yeah. having to explain to a parent, like, well, we weren't looking at Becky for, like, 33 seconds, yeah. and then when we turned around, she was laying down next to the horse. Yeah, I got kicked by a horse when I was a kid. Get the fuck out of town, really? Well, we had horses. No, you... What? Yeah. You knew that. I did not. Yeah, you did. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that you had horses. Yeah, I got kicked in the stomach. By a horse? That's Twelve. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll. I mean, did anything happen from it? Uh, just straight in the. Actually, had a belt buckle on, so it grazed the belt buckle. And then got you. Knocked the wind out of me, but it was. I would bad. fucking imagine it knocked. I the think wind it was out a me. warning shot. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like a full force in your brain. Uh. So I think like a horse kicking a twelve-year-old in the stomach, full force. I've been hit in the stomach harder, so I think it was like. <clears throat> it was. It like was a, like a get away from me or. Right. I yeah. I fully believe that for a horse a uh, get away from me is like a, it was before we bought the horse and then no. my dad was like we'll take it <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like Casey but that's fine no that was her name was Annie and she was a great horse was she yeah were you just behind her when she didn't expect it or yeah I mean I was like new to horses I'd been around them a little bit uh, uh, and I just made yeah I made the wrong move it was on me no, I understand, dude. For the listeners, you need to be very careful when coming around the rear of a horse. Yeah, because that's how predators stalk yeah. herd animals, and so they just react like... Yeah, if they don't right. know you're behind them, if they lose contact with you for any moment, and then you reestablish contact right behind them... Which is why when you see so when you see people working with horses... Don't you this, keep a hand on them this, at all? Well, this is going to get deep, but... That's fine, yes, let's talk about do, horses. You, do keep, you should keep a hand on them if you're gonna go to their back their back end yeah you like give them a tree and then you're touching them the whole way like so if they you can fucking know. if you can yeah yeah but if you're also coming up behind them if you're like what whatever situation you make a lot of noise right and you usually say if you know their name you know their name like whistle and do all that so they'll turn and see you and see that you're not a threat right uh because otherwise, if you just walk up quietly, you're going to get kicked. Dude, in a Because you're, sto- you're a stalking yeah, animal. Yeah, in a heartbeat. It's instinctual. Yeah. It's, it's, the horse is built one way. Yeah. It's a plains animal. It grew up in high grass with animals right behind it to yeah. fuck it up. Uh-huh. Because you're right. That's how you approach an animal like that. Yeah. This has been horse talk. <laughs> this, is, this is horse pucky with, with Casey and Josh. Horse pucky with Casey and Josh. No, I grew up with... Uh, we had horses... Where did you grow up that you had horses? Well, we had them stabled. Oh, see, so that's fucking. I didn't know that. But part of the pay for like the stable was that I had to go. I went and cleaned all the stalls. <clears throat> every week. In the afternoon, every afternoon. Every afternoon. Yeah. So you were close. Yeah, we were like well, so it was up in Mead. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We lived in Rogers, right. high school area, but 
Were you in high school? A mile away. Could you drive? No. So you had to get a ride from your parents every day to go clean up? Oh, no. (laughs) The nice thing was the bus went within three blocks of this place. Oh, okay. So you got to take the bus to go clean up. It was really funny, yeah. Unless, but I made friends with older kids in high school who would give give me a ride because they were like... Going up that way or whatever. They were shit kickers too, like FFA kids, so they would come up and like hang out with horses while I shuffled shit. Jesus, dude. But I would shovel the... And so the stalls, and then we'd ride. We had two horses we'd ride after. Right oh, after. sure, sure. And they had an arena, so we were just, we had, f- no one would ever come up and hang out with their horses daily. Oh. So the arena was always open when I was there. So we would always have be able to, like, ride around the arena, and we'd practice, like, jumping off. If you've ever seen a rodeo. Right, you jump off and jump the, back the on. The pickup man. Yeah. So you jump off of one horse to the other one, and one guy's riding, and you, like, jump off and grab onto the saddle. Of the other horse, so we would practice that. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I didn't know that. He never. This is all new information, folks. Folks, (laughs) this is all brand new information to me. I don't think it is, but you're learning this with me. We're going on a a journey of growth and exploration together. It's cute. It's real cute. It's becoming real cute. Uh. I don't know about hanging out with people that are 20 years old anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're cute when you see them. They're, they're super not. cute. And they're like, they're cute and impressionable mm-hmm. in a way. But it's like, like, I, it's not that I don't like them. You're just thinking about hanging out with 20 year olds. Okay, go on. Don't sneak up behind them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to Because they'll visualize you as a stalker. <laughs> and they'll kick you. Here's how you do it. If you're going to sneak up yeah. on a 20 year old. Touch them the whole way back. Make sure you got an erection. And just jam it in their butt. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. Because I learned something way too late in life about erections and grinding. Like okay. grind dancing, uh-huh. which was that when I was younger, I thought that the whole I thought grinding like chicks grinding their ass you back in was the end game. No, no, no. Yeah. I thought that was a test. Okay. I thought that they were rubbing their ass into you to see if you could like not fucking blow up and like all sexually stimulated, and just be cool. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, yeah, that's cool. Lots of chicks rub their ass on my dick. It's fun. Well, I don't have a boner at all. But I would always fucking get an erection, and I would feel really, like, I'd get embarrassed, because I was like, I'm not trying to, like, jam my erect dick into this girl on the dance floor. She's not, you're not jamming it in her. I, she's jamming her butt. Right, this is what I've come to understand (laughs) since, and especially in the last, like, six months, talking to girls, being like, wait, so when you're grinding on a dude, and he's erect, that's what you're after? And they're like, yeah, of course, like, that's... Yeah, straight girls like erect penises. I want to make sure that I can get him hard. And I was like, wait a fucking second. So you're telling me this whole time that was okay? Mm-hmm. I used to, like, avoid that. Because I was like, damn, they're going to know. They're going to know that I get erect at the at the drop of a hat. Little do you know they want that. <laughs> yeah, little did I know they were like... They want that hat to drop. <laughs> exactly. And so I probably, like, spurned away tons of pussy in college by being like... No. Oh, that's can't. a bummer. Dude, right? <laughs> Little did I fucking know that they were like, oh, yes, we want to know that this works for your wiener. And I was like, trust me, I'm a dude. Rubbing up on my wiener in any capacity <laughs> fucking totally works for it. Especially when it's like... I feel it. 
Yeah, especially when it's like hot young girl butt. <laughs> like, it's nice. I don't think any dude will be upset about that. And by that, I obviously I mean cisgender white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big moment with that word, cis. You know what I mean? S Y S. C Y S. Cis, like cisgender. Do you know about cis? How we're sissies, so to speak. It it's it's a word that took me a while to understand, but it really did a lot to teach it did it gave me like an invaluable teaching slash learning moment. Okay. Which was that like no one grows up thinking that their sexuality needs to be labeled with a term. It's just the way they grow yeah. up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm attracted to this. And then eventually it does get a label. Right. Yeah. And for the longest time, straight people hadn't... that. Well, there was no label for that. Right. Right? I mean, you, you could call a person straight, but basically everyone was straight. So it wasn't yeah. like... That's boring as shit. Right. You're not yeah. calling anyone anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but there's this... Now the word is cis. Like, C-I-S, as I understand it. Which implies that you are like a gender and sexuality normative person. Like you're a, you're a dude uh, like who's into pussy. You're into the opposite sex, period. Yeah. Okay. You're cisgender. Gotcha. You're not... Uh, middle tr- spectrum. <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're the vanilla. So to speak, yeah. Or not even middle. No, like you're a dude who wants to fuck chicks. Not a dude who could fuck chicks or dudes. You're not bisexual. You're not yeah. gay. Yeah. You're cis. Which... I I am only bummed out in the long run that they chose cis. I still don't, is it an acronym? I don't understand. Where did it come from? Uh, I don't know where it yeah. came from, but now it's a thing that you can use to label straight people's sexuality. Right. In the same way that you would Good. label gay people's sexuality Good. or bisexual. Let's do that. Or tra- I do. I agree now in full, but I'm. You gotta understand. I'm like the old. I'm the last of the old guard, essentially, <laughs> or one of the last of the old guard. Like a straight white dude who grew up in privilege. Right. Or moderately in privilege. Like, I'm not... Trust me, the Silver Spoon was in there. It wasn't as far up as it can go. It can go way deeper. <laughs> yeah. But it was... it was Stip it in for a taste. It was at least in there for a taste, right? Like, I didn't grow up like... I had food. I had clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was... I was pretty... Overall, in, in, in the spectrum of the world, I was very affluent. Right. And even in the U.S., I did... You know, I did... I did, quote-unquote. I did very well for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I did so good for myself until I had earned my own money. (laughs) But, like, yeah, dude, it's, you know, you grow up that way in the dominant power, like, in the dominant position of everything, right? right? And you now, you never get labeled because you're the dudes making the labels. Right. And it's, at first, when I used to hear that, I would get, pissy because I'm like dude why do you gotta fucking label my sexuality yeah it's not a fucking like straight okay there's already a word for it but yeah that's how right that's how everybody else felt fucking put yourself in someone else's shoes for like one day of your life and think about anyone who's gay or bisexual or transgendered or whatever when they were kids and then all of a sudden they heard the label like why you gotta fucking give me a label yeah I just wanna fuck other dudes why is that a big why is that fucked up yeah. Explain dude, that to a kid. Brian, you didn't know, but it's really fucked up that you want to yeah. fuck other... Like, really, it's not fucked up at all. So at this point, I'd rather have a label. 
I would rather accept a label if we're gonna still use labels. It'd be obviously cool if we could get past. Yeah, if that's what people need, then yeah. Right. If, exactly. Yeah. And if that's and honestly, I think like if that helps people who are in, like, super minority positions mm-hmm. in that way, feel better about the overall outcome of things. That's totally cool, and I'm way willing to like. If if what if what it takes for everyone to feel good is for everyone to have a label, that's totally cool. And I don't if mean that like that. Well, if it's like the starter of people of people seeing the equality in it, right? Then yeah, totally. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? I don't mean like, that's what it takes for Labels are bullshit, but if it helps, right? But if that helps further, right? If that starts people the under- people understanding what equality means, right? Yeah. Because as a you know as a guy who's always felt pretty with the cause, so to speak, yeah. Even, like, that thing alone really helped me, like, confront, like, oh, how for the cause are you? Right. Are you so for the cause that you'll give yourself also a weird label about your sexuality? Like, are you willing to understand that that's, like, a whole group of people's experience? As they grow up being told, oh, you're a lesbian. And you're like, oh, really? I thought I just wanted to bang chicks. Is that... Not okay? You want to bang chicks. Are you a lesbian? No, I'm a dude. Nope. Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Although I kind of secretly wish that that had been able to be the way it was. Yeah, man. I'd be totally fine with being a lesbian. If a lesbian is somebody that, somebody wants to have sex with that women. just wants to have sex with women... Sign me up. I'll I'm, be a lesbian yeah, all day. I'm already there. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which, dude, this reminds me of like I'm working a bit I have to work on. <clears throat> Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I'm hoping it won't be too insensitive because I don't mean it as insensitive. But, like, I secretly really do feel like I might actually be a lesbian woman. But I'm 32. Uh-huh. And it, if all that means that I'm going to have to go through a huge, terrible surgery to still fuck chicks, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go through the whole reassignment and all that shit. Because really all I would be doing is changing my market from straight chicks to gay chicks. That's not true. You don't think? If I became a lesbian woman, I'd still want to have sex with women. That's still who I'm into. But I notice I'm way more attractive to... In general, if you line up ten chicks and three of them were lesbians, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, those three chicks are the hottest. Oh, I make that mistake. I, like, do that all the time. Yeah. I hit I on just, those girls and ask them to come home. They're like, uh... are like, I like women. I like women. And you're like, oh, dang it. Because I like short hair and confidence, so... Maybe yeah. we could talk about it. Like, I'll put on a wig. <laughs> I know this is super condescending. I, think I, just I like it. genuinely apologize. I, think but I, like, just, I just like it when... I'm very attracted to someone who is different and owns it. Oh, word. A hundred percent. I think that's what it is. Until you get into quote-unquote trouble in that way. It's you're like, oh, uh, that chick's like... No, we, I usually have a great conversation with them after they tell me they're into women. I'm like, you should meet my friend so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Because they would dig you. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Or is that you? You'd that's like, me saying. <laughs> I know three lesbians that would like bang you at the drop of a hat. That's the, that's the one thing I am secretly a little jealous of, of gay sexuality. Is they all seem to be a lot cooler with fucking. 
Not that straight people aren't fucking, but like. Yeah, straight people have a real big stick up their ass about it. Yeah, like you don't know. Well, or not, or not. Right. They don't. (laughs) Exactly, but like maybe that's their problem. You hear about like the sex that like sections of like the gay male population are having? Just roomfuls of people banging. Right. When I mean that's not everybody's cup of tea, but like you just don't hear about that often with straight people, and when you do hear about it, there's all this judgment. Judgment or secrecy, like code. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, did you hear about the Morrisons? They were at one mm. of those parties. They threw a party. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so they wanted to explore their sexuality. Yeah, and they invited, yeah. they invited people to do it with them. Can <laughs> you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe it? I thought they were married. I don't know, I think that's... That sentiment is all dying yeah. out. I've never been abroad, but I think that's a very American thing. I fully, yeah. I mean, Sexuality we, is different in a lot of other countries. Is it still working? Yeah, it's still working great. Good. It's working super duper. But yeah, no, we were, I mean, we're a culture, we're a society that was founded by the Puritans. Yeah, we're slow on the... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, people forget that. People mm-hmm. forget that, like, for all the weird debauchery... And, like, the sexual liberation that may have occurred in our country, we're coming from a position of, like, like, the view there's still, there's still a lot of it, but it gets put under wraps a lot. The people who founded our country were so religious that middle-aged Europe was like, you guys can't be here. You guys like Jesus way too much for us. Like, yeah, man. That's crazy. Like, the most religious fucking society in the world was like, uh, guys. <laughs> Here's the thing. Let's we all love Jesus, but you are maybe right. taking it a little too far. Really? A sheet with a hole in it? Right. That's a, we get it. That's how far you're going to take it. Okay. Well, if you're going to take it that far, take it across the take pond. Take your Mayflower. Take it across the pond. <laughs> take your sheets. Take your sheets. Sew them into a sail <laughs> and put them on a boat. Take your special underwear. Lay it up. Speaking of bits, yeah, uh, do it. Mm-hmm. Working on my, uh, I broke my rib. You did. Which is, it's going fine. How'd you do that? <laughs> is it embarrassing? No, not at all. Okay. A lot of people have gone when I've told them I broke my rib. They're like, I don't want to know. And you're like, okay. It's not that exciting, actually. Did I was, you fall? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> I was standing on on the back bumper of my truck. Oh. And I was reaching in to grab something. Yeah. And then it was too far, so I stood on one foot oh. just so I could reach further. And then the foot I was standing on slipped out from underneath me. Oh. And I fell on top of my tailgate. With and your I, ribs. Like, just full weight on top of it. And Did you hear it crack? No, because I, uh, I was too busy going, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I was uh, when it happened I was over at a friend's house I was helping them move their pool table oh god it was that day yeah I was helping them move their pool table up into their loft that's right <laughs> and I went inside with the stuff that I meant to I went I was getting two by fours because we had to push the thing up and I was like well this could help like a two by four yeah it could and uh, we ended up not using them which is like <laughs> the biggest punch in the face but it was 
I was like, I didn't hurt that bad, and I was like, we could still do this. And I still helped them, like, lift the pool table up into the loft. Oh. Stood on a ladder, actually, while I was doing it. Oh. <laughs> and then after we got done, I was like, I still don't hurt that bad. I'm going to go see Creed. <laughs> and I sat Creed? In, I sat in the theater. Oh, okay. I'm so for like happy. Two hours. But said luckily, because I thought yeah, for a second but, that I had missed the band Creed coming to Spokane. No, the, the movie. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude, what? Yeah, I'm going to go see uh, Scott Stapp and friends. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to go see what's remains of, of Creed after Alter Bridge form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, sorry. But I went to watch the movie Creed. Cause Great I, movie. Uh, I think, luckily for me, they have those recliners in those... Oh, dude, I also recliners. saw the recliners. But my problem with the recliner was that I had, I didn't know that it was a button, so I was just sitting there, and it was a really comfortable chair, and I was like, oh, this is nice. And then 20 minutes into the movie, I, like, shifted my weight. And oh, then, no, and your chair just started... I just started reclining. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I put my hands up, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, then, and then I was trying to, like, kick it back down, I didn't realize that it was a button. I yeah. So I was trying to kick it down, and it wouldn't stay, and I was getting really pissed off, and I actually like got up to go to the bathroom, and like had to climb around <laughs> the reclining part, and then got back and my elbow hit the thing again. And you were like, I was uh... like, oh, it's a fucking button, and I remember peeing going, why don't they make that shit mechanical? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember us thinking that same thing. Like I was Maybe there. Maybe like to have directions on that shit. Or I was thinking like, why would you give it a motor? Why? Okay, you're renovating the whole thing. Yeah. Why would you choose the system that has a motor? Yeah. Airplanes don't even put, sh- put motors on that shit. Well, like, my parents have one of those, like, sectional couchy things with the reclining bits. Yeah. And that's just, like, you just yank a lever. Yeah. And the thing shoots out, and you're reclined. Yeah. Now, I understand, like, at the theater, they're like, well, maybe they want to be half reclined, but no. There's going to be 90 people that all have a different reclining... Right, preference. Yeah. It's like, dude, fuck those people. Either they're straight up or they're reclined. <laughs> yeah. Pick one. Pull the, pull the fucking ripcord. Even two is not that hard. One, two. Right. You could have given... Yeah, you could have given it, like, the, the straight up, the middle, and then the crazy <laughs> recline. Yeah. But, like, really? You're going to give... And I don't want to recline in a movie because I'm going to pass out immediately. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Those <laughs> things, that's too far. It's literally, like, yeah. feet up, recline. Yeah. And you're looking, like, down at your chest, like, past right. the middle of your we body were, we were, at the movie. We were in the front row. <laughs> so it was like, so on the ground floor? Actually, that makes it sense. It kind of makes sense yeah. on the ground floor. It makes those seats pretty yeah. sweet. Okay, AMC, here it is. Because you're, like... Put full reclining on the bottom seats. Yeah, because you're, like, up. It's kind of like a drive-in, where yeah. you're, like... Used to be way too close to it all the time. Yeah. You had to like, oh shit, honey. <laughs> Fucking lean it back. <laughs> or my dad always used to like, we would bring chairs and sit in the bed of the truck and yeah. ruin the movie for people behind <laughs> us. <laughs> hey, we paid to see the movie. Well, so sure. did we. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of movies, I'm pretty excited about Hateful Eight. Oh. You heard about that shit? Uh, I have. Because basically, he's Quentin Tarantino was like, it's John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Just so you guys know, it's The Thing. Hey guys, I ripped it off, and uh, everyone's okay. Everyone's totally cool with that. Yeah. Because, like, it's fine to rip something off, but he put it in the Wild West. Yeah. You know? Like, 
That's enough of a twist as long yeah. as he doesn't make it the same yeah. exact movie and shot for shot. I like that it's the thing, and he's calling the Hateful Eight. That's like Magnificent Seven. Right. He's doing that little twist. Like uh, Sinister Six. Is that a... No, it's not. Adam that's Sandler's? From, no, that's uh. not. That, that's the Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. I saw that Adam Sandler thing. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah, I saw the cover. I did not watch it. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I saw that it's on Netflix. <laughs> Part of me wants to watch it. Because I heard that it was, like, so offensive to Native Americans. Yeah, people walked off the set. But they A were walking of off the set. And I just kind of want to know, like, did they keep that footage? <laughs> like, were they like, right? hey guys, just so you know, uh, we had 30 extras walk off while you were filming this scene. They were really offended about the language. Oh, that's okay. Keep it in the movie. <laughs> we're not going to edit that out. Right? Like, so that makes me wonder, like, is there just like crazy, crazy racist shit in that movie? NSO, Netflix, what are you doing? Right. It kind of makes me think they edited it out. Let's hope so. But I did notice that that meant that that movie went from possibly having a release date to being on Netflix. <laughs> Going straight to Netflix, yeah. Which, totally cool. Kudos to Netflix, but like, yeah. hey, Adam. Bro. Yeah. You should stick to making comedy albums. It's not that it... Those were good. You didn't go from making blockbusters to this. Whoa, it was a slow whoa, decline. Whoa. I think it was a slow decline. If you're about to talk shit about you don't mess with the Zohan, you can get the <laughs> fuck out of my apartment. Because nobody messes with the fucking Zohan, dude. That's not what I'm talking Okay, about. cool. And I'm going to pronounce you Chuck and Larry right now. <laughs> so let's just be quiet. Are you trying to talk about Lil Nicky? Because I agree that's a terrible movie. Never saw it. Lil Nicky? It's worth seeing. <laughs> it's terrible, like, in the way, like, you know, like, God bless it, I love it, but Tommy Boy, I think, lasted a day and a half in theaters. And yet, it's a cult classic. Yeah, it is now. Mm -hmm. And you wait, in ten years, there'll be people our age going, Hey, man, remember little Nicky? Remember, uh, <laughs> remember little Nicky? That's upset. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we're not drinking whiskey or smoking weed. We had whiskey and we had both those earlier. Oh, I mean, there is whiskey. It's right there. Yeah. And we brought ice to drink it with. You did pack the ice the I whole way. Did, yeah, we're gonna Should drink we some. That? Oh, we're gonna. But I don't feel like we need to do it right now. Yeah. I feel like we can kind of like wrap it up. Yeah. Because it's like 40 minutes That's or so. That's what I was feeling. I gotta pee. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's everybody knows it's on the iPhone. So they can suck it. Uh-huh. So, you got anything coming up you want to promote? Or, um, or, are we putting this out soon? Yeah, like this week. I'd say this will be up before Winter Formal. Okay, so Saturday night. Yeah. I'll oh, be, that's right. You'll be at the checkerboard. Be at the checkerboard. Fuck yeah. Starting at 8, it's Comedy for a Cause. It's me, Lucas Prom, Carl Shaw, Ginny Isbell, and I think there's a host. And I'm sure there will be other... Special guests. Uh, <coughs> they want food donations, but I say you bring money. Guys, here's the thing. So You already got shitty canned food. Yeah. 
So bring Save that it for yourself. No, asshole. bring that and right. a five dollar bill. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm not gonna lie. If I'm homeless, I'll eat cream corn all day. Okay, I get where sure I'm at. Thing. I understand my position. Will I be thrilled to eat cream corn all day? No. But cream corn five bucks. Oh, dude, I'd be so stoked. I think it actually goes to the um, to the to the charity or something. The restaurant, the special restaurant. Oh, that's right. It's for the women and children's like. Pay what they can afford to pay a restaurant. Yeah. That's so fucking sweet, dude. So bring more money, for that. Seriously though, guys, you need to understand that life isn't generous to everybody the same way it's been generous to all of us. Right. And and, and even if it hasn't been generous to you and you're in a good spot. It doesn't remember. matter, man. If you got five bucks to spare yeah. or ten, think about the fact that what you're doing right now is providing someone who's in the worst place just one fucking normal meal out. Yeah. With their friend or their kid or whatever. Like dude, going out to eat in our society right now. Yeah. It's it's not that it's a guaranteed or it should be like a everyone should be able to do it thing, but like everybody should like be able to do it once or twice a year. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. The way our society's worked out, like eating out is a huge part of American culture. Yeah. And it it everyone should have access to it on some level. You know, we're not buying them like we're not making them terrines of caviar. Right. But, like, to say you can't have someone take your order and bring you a chicken breast. Yeah, even if it's the same thing you would make at home. Doesn't fucking matter. It tastes better when someone else makes it. A hundred percent, dude. And, and it's just like. It's with, a treat. The, like the big yeah. table charity. Those dudes are so cool. Yeah. Like, to think that there's, a, there's an honest to God, like, organization in Spokane that, like, looks after food service workers. Yeah. Which, I mean, you guys can say what you want, but that's a. It, that's a rough industry, and and it's under publicized. Like it's just not a good place to go to be a a long term human being. Right. Most of those places, like there's very few restaurants yeah. or bars you can work in, for thirty years. Yeah. Or even ten, and still feel good about it. Right. You know, most most people that are working at like if you've known a person that's worked at Chili's for ten years. That person has had serious conversations with the devil or some negative entity right. <laughs> about what is going on in their life and why it takes doing this right. to sustain their family. Yeah. And and it's cool to think that there's a place where like people are helping those kind of people out. Super cool. So comedy for cause, you got that? Uh, on Saturday. Yeah, and then I hope I get the date right. <clears throat> what? I'm just gonna say end of January I'll be Hosting Son of Brad's CD release party in Spokane. Oh, yeah, that's right. At the Big Dipper. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I got tickets for that. Okay. Ten bucks. Ten bucks, guys. Hit me up, please, for them. Hit him up. Because that money goes to me. Hit Casey. And in then the I can give more money to comedy for cause. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's the end of January. Hit me up. Uh, judging by the show at the Croc Center, it'll be. Really fuck, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, and probably pretty full. It'll be very full. Yeah, Yeah. so you guys should think about getting your tickets ASAP. Yeah. From Casey. Yeah. I'll be emceeing that. Anything else? Uh, social meds? Just be on, on, be my friend on Facebook. You guys, be his friend on Facebook. And find me on Twitter, at Casey underscore strain. There you go. And then, uh... You can follow yourself as always at Need a Burrito. 
Mm. The next one falls on Christmas Eve, so that might probably probably, probably won't, won't probably happen. Won't happen. Probably gonna but I think it's January seventh. I think is the next one after that. So. Probably not gonna do that one either. <laughs> because as it turns out, guys, I'll oh. be at Impulse oh, Lounge my. at Northern Quest Casino. You can make both. Oh, absolutely, we can. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, guys, as it turns out, the first Thursday of the year is a big comedy night. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big Some comedy night. Some people think first Friday. Right. First but. Friday is cool if you like art and music. <laughs> yeah. But if you're trying to laugh, yeah. first Thursday. Impulse Lounge at Northern Quest Casino. Yep. I'll be there with Steve Johnson and Carl Shaw, uh-huh. who we're going to have on the podcast shortly to talk about it. Uh... I'm pretty stoked. The last and is two it shows Phil, Phil's hosting again? Phil's the, the standardized host. Cool. Which is really stoked. And then, that's the only thing I have, like, that I know about. Right. I know in February, Emmett will be back to headline oh. at Uncle D's. He says, either of those, uh, you know, like, that's the plan. Right. And if he comes and does that... He's asked if I could feature for him. Which and I'm, I'm guessing someone you know will do a guest spot. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. But other than that, and I know this is a long Let's way. Let's look forward to spring. Right. Yeah, we got a tour. Guys, there will be information coming out in the next couple months mm-hmm. about an actual comedy tour. That Casey Strain and I are yeah. going to perpetrate yeah. on the in the north. We're gonna make people. Yeah, you guys don't understand. This is going to happen. Yeah. So if you live in Boise, if you live in Portland, if you live in Olympia, or Tacoma, or perhaps, Seattle, perhaps Bellingham, perhaps Wenatchee. Yeah, maybe Ellensburg, maybe Clarkston. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Tell us that you want us to, to come make you laugh. And if we hear from anyone, we'll go there. But if we don't hear from you, then it's 50-50. We're making our choice. Yeah, if, it's, if we don't hear from yeah. you guys at all, it's 50-50. We'll probably be there anyway. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, we I'm won't. pretty sure whiskey is legal in all those places. As far as I'm aware. We're not, weed, weed is legal in six of right. eight places. We're not. Yeah. It's important to note we're not coming... To do episodes of the podcast. Right. We're doing our stand-up. <clears throat> We're going to do jokes. And if things go crazy, and you guys demand it, we'll do like a 10-minute little Q&A yeah. episode where we take sure. questions, and then we publish those as like a road journal. Yeah. But like a TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, it'll be our TED Talk. <laughs> but in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, World of Warcraft, uh-huh. Diablo 3. <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. Uh, or anything, any social media. You can find me at, at Shimshammy, S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. And yeah, I quit. That's the name of my Torin Shaman on the U.S. World of Warcraft Agrimar server, clearly. <laughs> But I'm not playing that shit again until Legion drops. <laughs> and since you don't have to pay a monthly subscription to play Diablo 3, <laughs> which I already own, like, I'll be on Diablo 3. So if you play any 
Blizzard video game, <laughs> you can add me at shimshammy number one two four five, and I will be your battle tag friend, or your battle net friend, <laughs> and we can play stupid video games together. Which I know none of you are gonna do. I'm fine with that. Abigail, sit the fuck down. I'm in her chair, I think. No, you're not. <laughs> that's a human chair. All right, that's it. Cool. That's all I have. Good talk. Real good talk, <laughs> Ted. Real good talk, Ted. Have your damn chair back, Abigail. <laughs> <laughs>